Hey, group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. This is Glenn at Bedstab Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. It's your girl Shade. It's Glenn. And Chels Pinky. Oh, guys, what is going on? How have you been? I um, had a really cute little weekend. I met a cute boy. So cute. Oh, I want to hear about him. He's gay, of course. (sighs) Another story of your life. Fast gay boyfriend. He was like, I'm just going to come over. (laughs) He kind of dragged me. He was like, I'm going to wash your dishes because there's no reason why you should be having dishes in your sink. Um, He's like a curator. And it's just mad fly and fabulous. And he smelled amazing. And immediately we were like, oh, are we best friends? He walked in. He was like, oh, wow. Is that Micheline Thomas on your wall? I was like, oh, yes. Wait, are you sure he's gay? He could, or could he be How did you guys meet? He's Sorry, gay. so many questions. <laughs> he's okay. gay. He came to my home with his boyfriend. How did you meet, though? Through my other friend who I was hanging out with at my house last night. Shadi says I have COVID gatherings. He does. They're very small. (laughs) It only takes one, sis. Ask Donald Trump and his team. (laughs) They have super spreader events, okay? (laughs) I have safety. Your house is the super spreader event. (laughs) Um, But he's so cool. It's so interesting and, like, exciting to meet, like, new people that you could see yourself hanging out with. Wait, how did you meet again? Um, I just had, I literally only had two friends over last night and then they, my friend was talking to his friend and was like, just pop by. And his friend brought his boyfriend and um, they were both, the, the couple it's, them, set within themselves were just both like very lit, very successful, dope black men. Super spreader event. Very fabulous. They, when I tell you, they smelled so good. I was like, what fragrance are you wearing? And just like you know a bunch of rich shit i never heard of before um they were just creed no it was oh no that's some rich shit too no it was something else i literally don't even know Uh, dying so you didn't write it down i don't know i know i I could still literally take a note on me like (laughs) my love of my life or something i was like damn glenn Damn, find out what that cologne is. Maybe I know, that'll I, be a I, Christmas gift. He texted me this morning, like, it was so great meeting you with a heart. <laughs> Maybe they're open. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's, it's really not. It's just like, you know, it's like a friend romance. Like, when you meet, like, someone, like, oh, my God, we have a soul, a soul match. Like, when are we hanging out again? So I'm excited. <laughs> I, I mean... This is what you do, right? It is. This is what you really, do. This is what I do. But it's fine because you also talk to like, I don't even know how many straight men. I, I You're just always know. talking to men. Oh, so she called you a hussy. <laughs> I'm really, I have no men in my life. And I don't, well, I do have a lot of men in my life as we just determined. But like no one that I'm trying to date romantically or anything. Um, but it's such a lie. <laughs> Is it? Is it a lie? maybe not date, but like you're doing romantic things, With like sex one guy? Yeah. Oh, and one other guy, like by, like kind of randomly. Um, but I'm still laughing at the hussy. That really <laughs> took me out. <laughs> I really just feel like I'm not in a, in a situation where I have a t- the attention span to give to to try to date someone right now. And just, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Just, like not really concerned. Somebody would have to be up my ass for me to, like, remember that we are, like, supposed to be speaking and doing things with each other. And then I feel like you wouldn't like them them if they were up your ass. Yeah. It's going to be just a hard, long road for me ahead, y'all. I'm just going to keep getting, like, gay boyfriends and that's it. 
Yeah, but you're getting dick, so you're fine. Yeah, so I'm good. I have companionship and D. Anyway, that was a way too much discussion. What's going on with y'all ladies? Nothing that exciting. <laughs> Wasn't exciting <laughs> at all. Well, um, that's sad. Go ahead, Chelsea. I don't know. I'm realizing that I'm like getting becoming very out of shape because like the days after I have sexual intercourse, <laughs> my whole body sore. It's like a workout. <laughs> it's like my back hurts, my legs hurt. It's like what was I doing in there? Like I wasn't doing like flips and shit, but like my whole body is sore, and that's because I do absolutely nothing now. It's really bad. Um, I also made banana bread for the first time. It was delicious. Um, a late quarantine thing that I just jumped into. Oh, true. Yes. I'm late to the game. Um, I also want to shout out an art gallery that my boyfriend and I went to. It's called Black Wall Street. So there's one in Soho now, and there's also one in Tulsa. So we went there and it was really cool. The guy who owns it is really fly and cool. The art is fly. We're probably going to buy a piece um, soon. And lastly, I watched Borat. And that shit, everyone needs to watch that. The new Borat. Everyone needs to watch that. It was so good. Uh, Shade says everyone should know this, so I'm just going to say it. Rudy Giuliani is in it. And I thought it was fake. And then I started watching interviews after, and that was real. Rudy Giuliani the president of the United States lawyer was ready to pull his pants down with a woman who looks like it could be his granddaughter. It was wild. Excuse me, what happened? What are we talking about? So Borat basically, have you seen the first Borat? No, I thought it was like very weird and I didn't want to watch it. It is very weird, but like also (laughs) hilarious. So the first Borat, it's basically this guy, the real actor, Um, is this British guy and he is basically playing a man, a reporter from Kazakhstan who comes to America and he's like, I don't know, he's on this quest to find Pamela Anderson in the first one. And then the second one, um, his whole goal, because he brought shame to Kazakhstan, is to give a gift to Donald Trump and like the American leaders the gift is supposed to be a monkey. Eventually, the gift becomes his daughter. Don't tell the whole story. Okay, I won't tell the whole story. What? I mean, spoil it. I mean, no, 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 I, no. I'm, I don't think me, I'm I ever going me. to watch this no, no, no. program. You need to, no, you need to watch it. It will have you peeing your pants. Why? It's so funny. Oh, my God. Because the, the thing uh, is, these aren't actors. Like, they're really, they're talking to real American people, and it's just outrageous, the people that live in this country. It's outrageous that these people actually exist. I just, is it like that kind of slapstick-ass, uh, you know, humor? Because that makes me uncomfortable. But no, it's good, Glenn. Just watch I, it. I think it's okay. more, it's very dark. It's slapstick dark? No, slapstick it's, is just like over-the-top silliness. No, it's There's not. There's moments of silliness, like a yes. penis. You'll see a yes. penis. But yes. like, yeah. But it, it's def- It's super satirical. Like you have it's to. It's smart. Like, it's super smart. Like you have to like get into the jokes. I I really enjoyed it. And like there were moments where I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> like mm. happened. But like this other person in the scene is like a real human being. Like a they're real not person. Actors. They're not acting. And the fact that Rudy Giuliani was one of the people that got just totally Chelsea coming for Rudy's neck. Rudy Giuliani. I mean, he's an embarrassment. Like that scene, I was like, the whole time I was like, oh, okay, this part is real. And then they cut to like like an actor to do this part. No, the whole thing was real. Glenn, Rudy Giuliani was laying on a bed with his hand in his pants. What? Yes. What? It's real. How is nobody talking about what well, you guys said? People are talking about it. People but are like, talking about it. That's, that's I didn't hear really about it. scandalous. Like, I feel it like this video needs, though. everyone needs to see it. He's not acting. Like, they no. caught him. You well, they didn't catch him. Would... He thinks he's being interviewed by, he like, this, being like, by a reporter or Russian reporter. What? Oh, my God. What? Like, he thinks this young girl from Kazakhstan is, like, a conservative reporter. 
and she's so excited to interview him. And then they have a drink in his room. And this man is ready. He didn't know that there were hidden cameras all over the room. And he was ready to smash. Sure looked like it to me. When oh you lay down God. on your back with your hands in your pants. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm not going to have Rudy Sue and Black Girls texting. It no, that's what happened in the been. scene. <laughs> I don't know if he, he claims he was adjusting his mic. Right. Yes. Inside of his. Yeah. I, I never heard of mics being there, but you need right. to watch it. Bro. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Yeah. I, I watched it. I had a good, good old laugh. And Hilarious. Just besides that, moving and like, I'm sure you guys are so tired of me talking about it. Like, not just you guys, but like listeners, but like, why is it such a fucking ordeal? Like, it's so, oh, every time I turn around, there's a new list of things you need. It'll, and it'll be like the most random things, right? It's like, oh, I don't have a place to put my little random tchotchkes that I collect, like, you know, like when you get like little matches or little things, but like, oh, should I get a little bowl to put them in? Like, what? What? Are you unpacked at least? I am unpacked, but like, I think about when I go to my parents' house and just like everything's there. Like if I- It like, like makes sense. It just makes sense. It's like, oh, I need X. Oh, it's here. I literally have to like create those things and that requires time, thought, and worst of all, money. The money. It's so expensive. I'm like, how do I just drop $300 at Costco? Oh shit. It's a slow build though. You know, like I've been in, actually, I can't believe I've been living in my place, I think for almost two years. Is that possible? Oh wow. A little over, yeah, I think almost two years. I'm still- doing things Mm -hmm. and it's like and it's always changing so just like enjoy that yeah and don't get all at once don't get everything at the same yeah you can't get it all at once that makes it whack yeah like i'm i I baked bread and i realized i have nothing to bake this bread in so i had to go and get like you know things to bake bread now i have it and now you know you actually need it because you've got it for like a use, not like you just went and bought a bunch of shit that you don't even know if you're going to want or need. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm the latter. I'm just like buying shit. I mean, it's a combo, but I'm also just like, ooh, I want that. Yeah, and then you're not going to use it. I know. It's terrible. Ugh, whatever. doesn't matter. It's the end of the world anyways. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean... I mean <laughs> That's what we're talking about today, right? Uh, whole time we are. So, is anyone's <laughs> hotline blingity blingin'? Anybody have anything interesting going on in the in the texts and in, in the chats? Hmm. Well, my ex-boyfriend reached out to me. I didn't respond. Oh, ma'am, what? So, okay, we all have this mutual friend who is a bird, and I was hanging out with her the other day, and all she kept all we kept doing was being like ah. ah, ah. <laughs> just want to be like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah i just didn't respond what do you say that into my relationship um i think it was like it's always love like i see you doing your thing i hope you're nothing well. bad nothing bad definitely you know it's love from my end to always positivity to everyone but um i don't necessarily need to receive that text interesting oh my god stop it that's like something this meme that i saw the other day that was like x's be in your comments be dming you like i'm really proud of you and then you'd be like shut the fuck up and then i realized that that i'm that person yeah you are that person and i am not i will not email or text anyone that i don't speak to anymore i don't even follow people i don't speak to anymore it's sparked by tequila and boredom and loneliness on a late night and loneliness (laughs) oh damn Wait, Shade, do you do that? Do you reach out to, like, I just don't. Uh, I'm just imagining you get the text and it's like, sponsored by all those things. <laughs> or like, brought to you by tequila this and loneliness. you by. <laughs> Literally. Um, and then when you do, send it, okay, I yeah. do that. Um, no, I'm not, in, not texting, but like maybe someone who I used to like mess with or like someone I just want to 
en- engage with for shits and giggles, I might send a little DM. I might hit them hit with a flame. Just out of nowhere? Or is it like, oh, they posted a story and you might hit send they a posted a, They posted a story. Oh my God, I'm not just DMing people flames. That's, yeah, that's different. creepy. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's a little different. Like you send a little flame. Also, Glenn, moving it to you, since you're the person that does this toxic shit, like texting exes, do you expect a response? Ooh. They usually do. I mean, I don't know. I have, actually haven't done it in a really long time. I, I haven't done it at all. Glenn um, loves I, I hope you're well. Yeah. I mean, I definitely use the, not use it as an excuse, but like during the height of the pandemic, like at the very beginning and when everybody was quarantined and freaking out and I was like at home drinking wine, I definitely reached out to some past flames and was just like, hey, I hope you're holding up okay. Like it was just in part comes from like a real place, but also it's just like, yeah, like this is a reasonable time to be reaching out to you because you could not be okay. So like it doesn't. But then what are you going to do? You're going to see mass chit chat? Yeah, like imagine they're like, yeah, actually, I'm not doing okay. Can I lean on you? It has happened. And then I'm now we're fucking talking in, in a thing again. <laughs> it's toxic as fuck. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe we should get on the. Yikes. That, yeah, I had something like that before. And it was like, there's a lot, you know, like maybe we should do a FaceTime soon. And then I was like, you know what? Actually, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> oh my God. Rescind. And, and then it's even Rescind's worse. Rescind's text. Yeah, Take that back. And then it's even worse. I'm turning over a new leaf, so. Are you? Are you? (laughs) Because I know what you're doing. (laughs) They might not know, but I know what you're doing. (laughs) So I'm just here to be that mirror for you. (laughs) (laughs) Shine a light on them. Fuck girl ways. I want to hear, like, Q Mulan reflection. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, y'all. What we got next? My goodness. Sis, that's a black girl doing shit. Let's do a, a black girl doing shit real quick. Um, I have one, but did you have one, Chelsea? Yeah, we could do two. You want okay. to do yours first? Yeah, I was going to quickly shout out Jacqueline Woodson, who's an author uh, largely of children's books and like young adult fiction, but she just was um, named a MacArthur genius, which is just like this high-ass honor um some pe- past people who have received that same honor include um hannah nicole jones who's behind the 1619 project um as well as um the writer of moonlight terrell alvey mccraney um so just shout out to her and also i wanted to give a quick little shout out to um jeremy o'harris because slave play was just nominated for the most tony's a Broadway production has ever been nominated for, like in history or something. Um, I need, maybe need to fact check that, but that's the language I've been seeing, which is just like amazing. We all love that play. Um, and like, I heard that as that. well. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm a fact checker, but <laughs> <laughs> who's your black girl doing shit? Chelsea. Um, well, we spoke about it earlier this week, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast. So I just want to give her her public shine. Um, Kristen Wecker, I think I'm pronouncing that right. But she uh, moderated the third and final presidential debate. And she's a black woman. And she did better than, you know, everyone that did it before her, in my opinion. Like she held their feet to the fire. She had follow up questions. She controlled the noise. Um, so shout out to her, you know, put, I'm glad they put a black woman in there to get shit done. Yes. Hello. Who's going to get it done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that. Has there ever even been a black woman moderator of the debate before? Um, I know for a fact at one point, uh, who's Oprah's best friend? Oh, Gail King moderated. Yeah. She moderated, not by herself. It was like a panel of moderate moderators, but she was one of them. I guess I just I'm saying that because it, it just feels like super intentional that they chose her to do that, but which is fine. But like, yeah, there's certain parts of America that are really like trying to step up this representation shit and like in a real way. I think I am mad at it. Yeah. All right. Or reply. So jumping into on red or reply, I just have two on red or replies for you all. The first one is asking someone who they are voting for. I'm replying. I need to know if you're a terrible human being or not. Yeah, I'm replying. I don't know why people are so 
secretive about who they're voting for. Why is that like so traditionally a thing that's a taboo question? I don't, because people know that they're making a, a sus-ass choice. Because people say you don't talk about politics or money or blah, blah, blah. I don't know where that came from. That was definitely originated by a white man. Yeah, it's very white. It's so white. um, I hate it. I remember at work, when I worked um, at my old job, this one girl straight up said, I really don't, I don't feel comfortable when like we talk about politics in the office. I was like, well, if you want to talk about the Kardashians every single day of your life, you can do that. I'm going to talk about real things that are important to me. You don't have to engage in the conversation. I do. Okay. Not that I get it. Like, don't do it. But I may lean off of explicitly asking like a coworker who you're voting for. Like, we may talk about it. But I can see how that might be kind of awkward. Because like, yeah, like, what if you are voting for Trump? That sucks. (laughs) Which we learned in the last election, you know, a lot of people are secretly voted for Trump. Like a lot of white women did vote for Trump. And on the outside, it doesn't make sense, but they were doing it. And I wasn't hearing it. I wasn't hearing like, all these white women are going to vote for Trump. But then that was the result. So. um, I think we know Trump voters. Oh, I mean, I know, sure. I'm sure y'all too, especially know Trump, Trump voters. Why are you saying y'all too? But the white schools that you went I'm to? I'm sure you do, Shadi. Oh, right. My school. I forget. I suppressed that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my company is very progressive. <laughs> it's also so crazy where people like draw the line. Like there are people that I know who have explicitly said, or not know personally, but people who I've heard about who have explicitly said, they think, they believe in their heart of hearts that Trump is a racist, yet they are still going to vote for him because they don't want to be taxed more. So you don't draw a line at racism. I was going to say the same thing. No, they, I mean, people say they like his policies. Still. Do we have high expectations of these people whose you know, great-great-grandfathers were slave owners? I, the apple tree. <laughs> Apple tree. Um, Okay, my next Reddit reply is getting on social and seeing all this voting stuff. Like, I feel like when you're on social, it's like, vote, mail in your ballot, vote early. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I just saw one the other day of this, like, little dog running around. And the song was actually mad catchy. I wish I knew how it went. It was like, you got to get to the polls. I'm not doing it right. Um, Or then, like, the one, (laughs) did you guys see? Get your booty to the polls. The strippers? I think that's, no, not even, I mean, look, there's so many. Then there was the other one that was a, like the ball. The, um, did y'all see that one? Where it had like Biden was voguing, Kamala yes, was voguing, yes, Trump yes, was yes. voguing. Oh my God, I didn't see that one. That one was It's really good. That's a must-see. Thing. It's a must-see. <laughs> um, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, I'm replying to the keeping the voting in the conversation in every way. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm here for it as well. It's very inspiring. It's great to see. I also particularly love it when some of these celebrities are posting about it and, you know, it's engaging their followers and their fans, especially when they take a clear stance. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw Gigi Hadid did this really dope post that I appreciated and it was like, vote like you are not white, vote like you are not, um, vote like you are your mom is an immigrant, like vote like you don't have health care, vote, da, da, da. And I was like, come through, Gigi. I like it. Okay. I was like, let's, let's, let's talk about it. I didn't go into the comments because I hate putting myself in that place. I really have been avoiding the comment section because I just. Sometimes it's fun. Just sometimes it's somebody. fun and t- oh no 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 i thought you were gonna say it's fun <laughs> to see people like talking shit no 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 it is no, but it's also you. fun to like make someone feel very stupid sometimes oh i don't step in I, you I, I know you respond i do like to read just to like get a pulse on things just like where are people at how do people receive this and usually i always see something very crazy that makes me just like fear for us as a people as a human race that yeah, part very ill yeah, speaking of Borat, at the end of the film, it literally said, vote. Like, <laughs> that was like the point. Vote. Seriously. Damn, I gotta watch. 
You have to watch it. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Okay, jumping into the group chat. Did you all vote already? Slash, how are you voting? Do you have a voting plan? I voted. I mailed in my ballot. Although I did want to go to Florida to vote in person. I was like, ooh, this is a lot. New York is already contact tracing the shit out of me. So they're probably going to be like, bitch, stop going to Florida. (laughs) Um, So I was like, all right, I'm going to mail it in. And I just said a prayer over the ballot. So we'll see how that goes. But I voted Biden-Harris. Another thing about Florida voting is we actually vote for our judges in Florida. So I had to look up hella judges. And to be honest, I said no on half of them because I was like, "Mm, no, I don't know about you. You got to go. It was just like an hour or so of just like looking up who they were, what their stories were. But I think I was like, you know, I think other people deserve a chance instead of like continuously voting this person into this role. So I did that. And then you have to vote on all these amendments. Like, Florida's voting on like raising the minimum wage on like park conservation on like energy like all this stuff that I'm like damn if if you don't have a second to like google or like you're not prepared in advance like how are you doing all this in the booth no honestly I was gonna say um if you're if you live in New York at least and I'm sure this exists in other states like you can go to vote.nyc and you put in your address and then you can see what your ballot is going to look like so you can have some pre-time to research all those people because i've had moments when i'm sitting in the damn poll box thing googling stuff like who is that that ask like kind of ask people have asked me like what did you put down in part two well to be honest (laughs) i've never voted in person now that i think about it i've always Uh, done absentee Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, because my first time voting ever, I was living abroad. And then after that, I always vote in Florida, but like, I don't, damn, is the man going to come get me? I don't, okay, I do live in Florida. I am a Florida resident. You do. But I, but I live. You're bi-statal. I'm, I live in a couple other states. You know what I'm saying? So you know, but I like for my vote to go to a swing state. So, damn, I feel like somebody's going to come get me. Which is important. No, you live there. Um, you're just in New York right now. Um, I am going to vote early. Uh, I wanted to vote this weekend and then things came up. So my mom and I are going to go next weekend to the King's Theater to vote. Um I will say I was looking on Instagram and it seemed like the lines were like out of control, but there's just something about insane. Yeah. Like two hour waits. Um, I think it's, uh, one of those restaurant websites actually had like a whole database about restaurants near early polling. I mean, early voting sites because people were just like waiting to vote. That's how ridiculous it was. Um, but I just don't feel very confident about the mailing, mail-in voting. And yes, I'm voting in New York, so it, it probably doesn't really matter. But I don't know. I just want to vote in person. I want to vote early. I don't want, you know, I need all the votes. I feel you. I, yeah. I recommend bring a little chair, have a little snack bag. I recently drove past Barclay Center. And when I tell you... I was first unclear as to what was going on. I was like, is there a people, is this like a show? Cause you know, there've been protests over there. There's been a lot going on over there. And I was like, hmm, what's going on? When I got to the third block of the line, I was like, oh. Three blocks down, them long blocks. Yeah, I was like, oh, wait. And then I, I rolled down my window. I was like, is this to vote? And people were like, yeah, woo. Like super excited, which was great. It kept going. It was about eight blocks long. 
Oh my God. That's wild. Glenn, well, in the Barclays? Um, I'm going to vote early as well. I'm, I'm hoping I wanted to go this in weekend person. too. In person, in person. And then I'm also working the polls on election day. I got confirmed, although they sent me my assignment and I have to be there at five o'clock in the morning and I just have to call them and just make sure like, is this correct? Is this the only option? <laughs> right? Like, I, am I supposed to be working from five until the polls close? Like, how does this work? And it's also not at the place where I vote. So that's why I feel like I need to do early voting just to make sure I handle that. Um, I'm supposed to be like an inspector or something in my role. Um, it sounds like kind of important. What are you inspecting? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> poll, I think I'm a poll booth inspector. Um, just have to make sure everything is up to snuff in between voters, I think. I don't know. Um, I'm really curious to see what it's going to be like like who I'm going to be working alongside that day and like what the conversations are like, just the whole thing I think will be really interesting. But I do feel like some pressure to make sure that I'm like efficient in the work that I'm doing because I definitely took the training and it was like, took me four days to do it online and I was doing other things at the same time, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> so yeah. In your training, is there anything about like, you know, because we are voting during a global pandemic, is there any sort of like sanitation or um, extra steps? Didn't notice that. I think I might have seen something about distancing, but I did not see anything about like you're supposed to be wiping things down, giving people new pens. So maybe people bring your own pen and pencil, bring your own, or pen, I think you usually vote mm -hmm, with, mm -hmm. bring your own Ballpoint. wipes, black pen. Yes. Yeah, bring your own wipes, a little sanitizer, um, because let's not forget, it is a pandemic. I saw this really powerful image of this woman and a child, and she was like, I wasn't taking any risks, so I'm voting in person, but like she was holding her baby and like covered both of them in like this plastic. Did you see that image on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. It was so powerful. It was like, wow, this woman is like risking her life essentially because she thinks that is that important to vote. Um, it was cool. And of course it was a black woman, Lida. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I just, that just kind of hit me that I have to be very safe when I'm there. I'm going to be in, engaging with a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Do you have a um and is it N95, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I'm about to pull up the N95. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty That'll be a day ones. for that. Yeah, exactly. Um which speaking of real quick, I've been wearing a a mask that says vote on it and it's one of the ones that's like in my rotation in the first day that I started that I wore to work. I did feel like nervous about it. Like I wondered if somebody was going to say something to me and it was I was like, why am I nervous to wear vote? this mask? It also has like um, the illustration of a man like with his hands up, like hands up, don't shoot, but that mm -hmm. like is making the V mm. vote. Um, I don't know. I was just like, are people going to, I don't know. It made me feel like different ways, but it just, just a callback to what we were saying about people's like hesitancy to talk about politics. But um, I've been having like really good conversations with my coworkers. Um, one of them reminded me to vote on the working families party's line if you're in yes. new york in order to like keep that party alive and to like hold its place on new york ballots is that correct Shade? all right so that we can vote on it when in other elections when there's like specific causes that they're like rallying for yes so mm -hmm. the let me get the exact quote but i think you have to have like two percent of the vote on your party line to be able to keep the working families party line um and this party has brought about some really really dope elected officials that we have um so let me read you guys the tea um so the working families party was founded in 1998 it's a grassroots political party um, they've actually been leading the charge in terms of getting the minimum wage up to $15. Some of the candidates from the working party line are Jamal Brown. I always mess up his name. Jumanay Williams? I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to call Tyrone. You guys know him. You guys know him. Jumani. 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 Oh, Jumani. Woo, that was really bad. 
I mean, oh, he gave that speech, right? He gave Wait, that speech. He is the one. He has um um like Tourette's, right? Okay. Um, who else? Shadi. Okay. Hit <laughs> <laughs> that out. I think I, that's I, okay. I'm she's serious. she's exploring. She's on Google. Continue. Oh my gosh. Okay. So anywho, the um. Working families party line status is at risk in New York. So the party needs 130,000 New Yorkers or 2% of the total vote to vote for Biden Harris on the working families party line, or they will lose their ballot status. Oh, wow. um, it's not even a lot of people. Yeah, it's not a lot of people. And these are new rules backed by the Cuomo administration about ballot access for minor parties. So, you know, how that shit go? But yeah, I mean, it's not a lot of people. So if you want to learn more, I would definitely direct you to the Working Families Party Instagram. It's just called Working Families. There's tons of more information. And if you're in New York, it's it's still a vote for Biden-Harris. So yeah. fear not. When you first said it, I'm not going to lie, I was very skeptical. I'm like, mm, I'm not playing around with my vote. Um, but then I did see a video from AOC and she confirmed. So let's definitely vote on the working family parties. Party. Yeah. And Jemani Williams is a Tourette's advocate in addition to all of the work that he does. Ah, Tourette's advocate. Because he has Tourette's. Oh, okay. I think he's Grenadian. <laughs> Glenn's like, don't get confused. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't have misspeak, girl. I, I just don't know. Well, you cut me saying, edit that out. How about that? Edit that out too. Thanks. Edit it back in. Um, yeah, yeah, I, um, I, you know, and I, you know, there's so many people online that are just like, nah, it doesn't matter. Don't vote, blah, blah, blah. But then I got like this, I don't know if you guys get those change petition emails. Oh my God. Did you get the one from the Mo- Movement for Black Lives? Because I was just about to quote something from it. No, but I'm, okay. I do want to hear about that one. All right. Um, I got this one about this woman named Crystal Mason, a black mother of three. And she voted in 2016 um, for Hillary Clinton. Um, and she's now in prison in Texas. Um. Basically, she didn't know that she couldn't vote because she had a previous felony that she already had served her time for. And she didn't know that she still couldn't vote because she wasn't completed with her parole. Um, and she's in jail still, four years later, for trying to For vote. voting? Yeah, for trying to vote. So um, for all those people who think voting is not important, just know there are people, if you don't, if you want to forget about your ancestors that got bit by dogs and shit to vote and hosed and beat up to just vote. Um, there's also people in present day that are now in jail because all they wanted to do was vote. Voting is important. And if it weren't important, important, then why would people really, why would people be jailing people for just voting if it didn't matter? Yeah. And, and I see a lot of opinions around like, voter voter shame like people saying you can't kind of like shame someone into voting or that you know people have the right to to kind of like stick it to the man in however way shape or form that they might want to be which is through not voting because people feel a way about participating in the current political structures that we have i would love to talk to someone who has that that thought process i don't understand it because as far as I know, like what does it hurt to just participate? Even if you don't necessarily believe in it, I guess it's because you have to kind of like choose and people don't like having to choose. But when it's this kind of a situation where it's like the lesser of two evils, like But it's like still happening around you, you know, like you not participating, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Right. I, I don't well, I don't get it. I would I would do you know some do you have I know some somebody that's not voting. And I think to your point, I guess he kind of is just like, well, it's gonna happen anyway. And he he says it's a it's a distraction for him and that he just got too many other things to do and he cannot waste his time and he's out here trying to work and do this and write these poems and do this work and do this real liberation work and he could bring his pack to the polls. A, a, what is the like, real liberation work? Time to go to the poll. Like, 
That's what I heard. He could but, bring his notebook to the poll and write a poem about correct. it. Correct. I'm in part going to go work at them polls just so I can just like experience this moment in history from within in a kind of way and like have more shit to write about. Um, you know, but I, I got this um, email from the Movement for Black Lives and she's the, the person who wrote it. Who, let me just say who this person is. Jessica Bird. She's the electoral justice she works for the electoral justice project which is within the movement for black lives she says um voting itself may not be a radical political act but the importance of defending our constitutional rights and choosing our next organizing targets cannot be overstated the ballot box isn't our north star but a safe house that mitigates harm and shapes the conditions of our organizing on the road to black liberation so it's just a part of the puzzle i know i thought yes. it was just like so well said like acknowledges the fact that yes there are maybe more radical acts we could be doing towards liberation but it's also like a necessary thing because systems exist it's just a reality so yeah it's like the chicken or the egg kind of thing yeah and for me like i was raised with my grandfather literally being like we could not vote we had to go through these things to vote. This was my experience. Like he would go from New York to Alabama. And when he like crossed the line or whatever, he had to get in the back of the train and be on the colored part of the train and just talks about like how important it is because this was something that people literally died for. So for me, I'm like, yeah, fuck this system. America's fucked, but I'm just going to vote. Like I'm just going to do it because I feel personally that I have the blood of people like on my back to get it done. Like I literally believe that. And so there's no way that I wouldn't exercise a right that people literally died for me to have. Like it blows my mind that you would ever like think otherwise as a black person. And, and again, maybe I need to have more conversations with these people. It's not even that I'm trying to like, put a judgment on anyone but like maybe i am <laughs> yeah i would just I, feel so much guilt if i didn't vote i would just feel like especially if, if the results came out to be something unfavorable i would have been like well and i didn't go it's like well you didn't go i would really like hold myself i would blame myself in some ways because if if i went and other people who refused to go also went then maybe things could have went differently if you're not going to vote, then just you can't talk. You can't, you can't, really can't talk. You can't, you don't have nothing to say. Cannot be involved in the conversation. Low key. You didn't participate. So don't participate. Right. Like I, that's the thing. It's people that don't vote and then the whole year they want to complain. That, that's what's confusing to me. Then, then be quiet <laughs> and just write your poetry. Um, I mean, something as simple as keeping the working families party. Like you have to vote now to keep that alive. And that is a very progressive party. So like, how do we, I'm no political expert. My first professor in college in my freshman year was like, you should be a political scientist. And I was like, this is very boring. But like, I don't, I don't see how you don't understand that you have to like work within the system to some degree. Yeah. And like to your point, Shade, earlier about your grandpa, I come from an immigrant family. And so I was raised that I am a citizen of this country. So it's my job to vote. Like my mom is now an American citizen. So that's a part of her job as a citizen is to vote. That's facts. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, also, I always thought, you know, we're in New York, we're in this bubble, it's this liberal bubble. But today, the day we're recording, which is, I can't find the date right now. Um, but there is a Trump rally. <laughs> it's the 25th. <laughs> okay, the 25th of October. It's a Trump rally. Um, so this guy, Mark Kennedy, um, on his page, it says, uh, Jewish politics, America first, Israel, Donald Trump, conservative populist, freedom of speech, pro-Second Second Amendment, pro-life, MAGA. Um, he posted, 
We've never seen anything like it. Brooklyn Bridge covered with Trump cars. We're coming out in force. Stay home if you don't like what you see. NYC is coming home, baby. Hashtag MAGA. So what that tells me is that whether I'm in New York or LA or any of these really um, liberal bubbles, it's not sure. You know, the tides can change. So I do need to vote and participate because the way how this video looks with all these cars with humongous Trump flags and MAGA this and MAGA that and make America great again and Blue Lives Matter flags, that's scary that these people are going to vote. In my bubble. That's the other thing. That's the other thing about why it's so important for us to vote because the people who want to keep Trump in power are not fucking playing. They are going to be in there. Like, it's it's like swimwear. This feels like a civil war. Oh my God. I mean, I'm afraid (laughs) that after the results, it could turn into one. Girl, I'm staying home the next day. I already decided that. I'm going to have to. Because I'm afraid. Remember when that young man, not young man, can't even call him that. That man won and the, ener- the energy of the city. And oh we're my not God, I was know. on the train. No one spoke. It was. Yeah, I remember that like, too. Silence. Yes. Like somebody had died. I remember yeah. that I didn't stay up all the way because I was just like, Oh, it's such a long night. Hillary's going to win. And I woke up the next day. I was sleeping at a friend's and her mom came in and she said, Trump won. And I was like, (laughs) stop. And she was like, no, Trump won. And we were so, so sad. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. (laughs) I was with some friends. We were like bar hopping and every place we kept going to, it just kept getting worse. And we were like, you know what? Let's just go to sleep. It's fine. Maybe we were waiting for a few states that seemed like maybe a little more favorable. And it's like, those will pull through. No. We're actually going to, I was talking to a friend of mine. She's like, yo, I need to be with people that I like love and trust when I'm watching these results come in because I'm going to be an anxious fucking mess. Yeah. So we might need to. Oh my God. Fuck. You know, exactly. It hit me like that too. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is like a real thing. That's when it hit me. See, now you're feeling but it. But when will we ever know the results? That's what's confusing because Same. I know, like last year I was with our mutual friend Brianna. We were having a sleepover and I like fell asleep because I was like, Hillary was winning and everyone said Hillary is going to win. It was like, you know, everyone said that. And that's what it was showing. And then I woke up and it said, President elect Trump. I was in shock. <laughs> Your face right now, you look like. We reliving the moment. Exactly. I went to sleep peaceful. Like, okay, we not who I wanted to be our first woman, but our first woman president. Like, that clown is done. And then I woke up and it was like, no, bitch, that's your president. Your thought. (laughs) That shit is wild. Oh my god. Yeah, I I I feel the same way, Chelsea. Though, like, is it going to be days after? And then I feel like he's going to pull some fucking shenanigans oh my god they're gonna have to drag him out they're gonna they're gonna take it to the court it's gonna be the most ghetto president ever i'm not leaving he said he's not gonna make it easy we're going to have to overthrow the man okay we're gonna have to buck up with a black liberation team and perform a coup seriously no shade to your country chelsea but my man was like it's gonna be like venezuela in this bitch <laughs> like oh. about to be wild have to I mean, run up in my that house like the tomb raider i can see it <laughs> i'm really ready to do it i'm like Meg. chelsea what That's are you Meg. chelsea i'm sorry i'm like glenn what are you saying you're not gonna do shit <laughs> Right, you gonna lock your doors, get a boat lock. <laughs> she already locks her doors heavily. I'm like, uh, no one's coming into your fucking house. She's gonna have a whole thing, a uh, vault. Huh. Okay. Speaking of which, ladies, unless you have any other burning things to say, can we jump into the what would you do? Yes, let's get into it. What would you do? Okay, so jumping into the what would you do before we say goodbye today, um. We got this letter. So it says, Dear BGT, I'm a regular schmegula gal, not no Michelle Obama or Kamala Harris political-minded shorty. But I do know voting is important, and I don't, 
and I want to be a part of getting Trump out of office. I plan on voting early at my local polling place and feel like I basically have to. My man, on the other hand, keeps saying it's all BS and he's not voting and it's literally making my pussy dry. It's the biggest turn off that he thinks not voting at all is the move right now. It's corny. It's whack. Should I talk to him about it and convince him or try to convince him to vote? Or do you think this difference of opinion is big, is a big enough reason to stop fucking with him? Dump him. Yeah. I mean, usually people who talk like this, even though I know I did reference somebody that I know that I like, that is a friend of mine that I respect who's choosing not to vote, but typically, damn, now, now I don't know if this is true. I'm imagining that this, that your boyfriend is a type that has a lot of opinions about other things. Like he might be a little, like he might lean hotepy and might always have a- I was gonna say he's a hotep. He's probably a hotep. He probably always has some type of fucking a philosophy thought about something that doesn't always quite make too much sense. And me personally, I cannot deal with those kind of people. They always think they're right. And they, 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 they have you somehow, they, they'll wrap you up in their shit and you'll be thinking that they're intellectual, but they really like a pseudo intellect. I just, I don't know. Take stock. Have there been other questionable things he has said is my question, is my thing. I'm saying break up with him because one, you knew he was a hotep, okay? <laughs> because we did not just get to this election out of nowhere and now it's time to vote. He's probably been doing hotepery shit for a minute and Correct. we don't have time for this. Unless you want to be with a hotep, but you said your vagina's dry, so you probably don't. Yeah, you know, I think your vagina's dry for a reason. Um, it's not a match. You know, maybe he can find another, okay, I'm so judgmental. I was going to say another idiot. Um, <laughs> just a hoteptress. Yeah. Yeah, don't, that's like, that, I agree. That's a huge turnoff. Like someone who is just like, I'm just not going to do it. Like why? It takes nothing out of you. And as we mentioned, like our ancestors died for this. Like, do you not have any respect? Um, yeah, it doesn't, cause it doesn't also sound like he's saying anything of value to explain why he doesn't want to participate. Yeah. It's not for me. And your morals are clearly not aligned. So like, how yeah. is this going to work? Yeah. Well, good luck girl. Um, email us your, what would you do's at hello at blackgirlstexting.com. Good luck. If you want to give us some follow-up sis, if you decided to get extra lube to just deal with him or if you a nice voting man that just keeps you, you find a smart stream man. yes um all right well that's been bgt bye bye goodbye thanks again for listening to black girls texting make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting, and we'll see you next week. Bye.